Local people, local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Larry Mullins, and here are today's top local stories. Closing arguments underway in former President Donald Trump's civil fraud trial. And he's there. He wasn't really allowed to do his own closing arguments because he reportedly refused to go by the court's rules to stick to the context of the trial and not go off on a campaign tirade. But the judge did give him five minutes. We'll tell you how that went. And the closing takes place hours, folks, after the judge in the case got a bomb threat at his house on Long Island. And away we go. Juliet Papa leading the broadcast from the courthouse. And, Jay, we hear Trump got a time up from the judge this morning, huh? Well, but he did get his time, Larry. He got his final word in on his civil case. And as you mentioned, the judge was going to allow him to speak. But apparently the attorneys and, and, and Trump didn't get back to the judge in a timely way uh, and accept the parameters. So then the judge said, time's up. That's it. So right at the end of their closing statements, the lead attorney asked the judge if Mr. Trump could get up and make remarks. So the judge said, sure, no politics, and I'll give you five minutes. So Trump remained seated, said there's no victim here. No one was defrauded in his dealings. The banks got paid. The insurance companies wanted his business. But then he launched into attacks on Attorney General Letitia James, saying this case was politically motivated for her gain. Then he said he should be the one getting damages and not the state. Then the judge tried to rein him in, but Trump said that the judge had his own agenda. But Trump isn't finished. He's expected to say more at a news conference at his 40 Wall Street property this afternoon. So the continuation goes on. We'll wait to hear what he has to say this afternoon. He apparently won't be back for the closing arguments from the attorney general's office today. Larry. Jay, let me ask you, when will the judge make a decision on this? Will this be immediate once they finish the closing or we're looking at a couple of days or weeks here on this thing? No, my understanding is that now there's no jury here, so it is just the judge's decision, and uh, he is expected to uh, put that on paper and release that by the end of this month. Okay, Juliet Papa, thanks to you for that. Folks, we'll continue to watch uh, developments there. Again, they're on a lunch break right now. Uh, the Trump and company are not expected to be in the, uh, the closing arguments when the, uh, the AG's office takes their spot uh, to do those closings. But nevertheless, we will be there and we will let you know how it goes. And then this, while Trump was in lower Manhattan for the last day of his civil fraud trial, a celebration going on up in the Bronx with elected officials watching as his name was being removed from a popular golf course in Ferry Point. The most notable change is the replacement of the Trump name on the giant green berm visible from the Whitestone Bridge. But Bally's chairman, Sue Kim, intends to make the park more inclusive. In terms of really making it an amazing destination, because it is a place that right now 40 million people just drive, 40 million cars a year just drive right by. Bally's has taken over the lease for the city-owned land from the Trump Organization. Mayor Adams was on hand to cut the ribbon. I'm just looking ahead. Uh, For me, Bally's is a great partner, and we need to look ahead of the success of the Bronx. It's not about uh, the sun setting, it's the dawning of a new day. The golf course will open to the public in early April. 
Marla Diamond, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM in Throgsneck, the Bronx. From Flushing, three people heard on a big house fire, which went to three alarms. The FDNY got that call just before noon on the third floor of a six-story building on Cherry Street, right there between Maine and Bird. It says here one of the people is in critical condition, while two others suffered non-life-threatening injuries. Not sure what started this fire. The marshal is investigating. No names released. Talk about a switch up in one's career. An NYPD detective sworn in to catch bad guys found herself in handcuffs after she's accused of stealing from a Home Depot. Christina Cancel records show made nearly $160,000 last year as an NYPD detective serving in the commissioner's office. But police on Long Island say the 54-year-old stole $160 worth of items from the Home Depot in Deer Park. She's also accused of giving a fake name and birth date to the officer when she was questioned about the ill-gotten gains. Cancel joined the force in 2004 and has been suspended without pay. She's said to be arraigned on the 26th of this month. This isn't the first time that she has had issues while working with the NYPD. In 2015, she lost vacation time after she was caught using another officer's password to search the department's database for personal reasons. Sophia Hall, 1010 Winds on 92.3 FM. Thanks for listening to the all-local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com, or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 